Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Rise podcast. We are so excited you are here today to talk about a fun topic, a very interesting topic, the worst things, or not the worst, but just the most odd jobs we've ever taken. Yes. And here's why we want to talk about odd jobs. There is a facade on the internet, a facade probably in your mind, that teaches you that everybody you look up to inside of the creative world only gets paid to shoot the things they love the most. And they they say no to so many things, or they're so in their niche, like they only ever shoot mountaintop elopements, or they only ever shoot with the biggest brands getting to travel the world. And it's just not true. It's just not true, right? Yeah. You know it's not true. I know it's not true. And while it is true that the bigger you get in terms of a clientele list, a brand, a following, the more choice you have. Yeah. The more money you make, the more choice you have, right? If you are making significant money, if you're making over six figures as a creative business owner, you can start to say no to some things and say, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to only decide to work on these type of things, right? Because you have the finances to back up your choice, right? If you have a big brand, you have a lot of reach, you might have more choice with who you work with. But the reality that you potentially get to have that choice right off the bat when you're starting is maybe not the wisest thing to do. You can do it, but it just might not be the wisest thing to do. But I think a lot of people have bought into the lie that you can do that simply because that's kind of what it looks like on Instagram. Yeah. It's just not true. No, it's just not true. We are so, we like love this topic and we love kind of opening up the, I don't know, like the doors of this topic because we want creatives to have more choice than ever. So the road to getting more choice, the road to only picking to shoot or create or do the things that you love is paved often with doing things that you don't necessarily love. And we want to kind of open that up because we see this is a huge roadblock for so many new creatives or people who are trying to build their business. And they go, okay, I'm looking around at all these people that I'm so influenced by. And it looks like online, they're only doing what they love. Therefore, that's what I need to do. And so we just want to pull back the curtain a little bit. That's what I was going for. Not open the door. Pull back the curtain and kind of show that successful businesses don't always show everything that they do and that the road to choice is paved with sometimes not your top choice. And so we want to talk about and give a couple quick examples of random, odd, or just bizarre jobs that we've taken. And we've got them. We have so many that we have taken because of, you know, just because we wanted more choice. And And we are gonna- What what choice is, is when you make more money, you get more choice in three categories. You get more choice with your finances, more choice with your time, which you spend your time on, AKA what you create, and choice with your like location. So those are the three types of choice that Christy and I both built our businesses for. We only are entrepreneurs because we want those, those three pieces of choice. And in the process of growing, as you just said, we made certain decisions at certain points, even if it didn't look like it from, from whatever we were showing online, to do something in order to acquire more of that choice, right? Yeah. So we've got some stories. We've got some stories. Joey, why don't you go first? Tell us a little bit of a story about a job, maybe an odd job that you wouldn't necessarily have posted about or that you would have thought you wouldn't have thought you would have taken. Yeah, so I, I definitely did not post about this one. <laughs> I never posted that I ever did this job. And the reason why is because I did a job for a female pelvic floor treatment center. I don't even know how to describe it because I was that foreign to it when I got the gig. So here's well, how you it were happened. like 18 years so old. So here's how it happened. I got a call from an agency that I worked with, you know, 
side by side quite a bit on different things. And, and she was great, the, the woman who owned the agency. And she would throw work at me in different ways. And she called me one day and said, hey, Joey, I need your help. Can you be at like this location on this Tuesday? Sorry, it's late notice. Can you do it? I need you. And I was like, yeah, totally, I can do that. Again, because I was in the business of helping solve problems for people, which would give me finances that would give me more choice, right? Even though at that point, I was already shooting for some of the world's biggest outdoors brands and traveling the world, getting paid to do what I love. It looked like online that that's all I did. For the most part, that is all I did. But there was always other things that I would choose to do to give me more choice. This is one of them. So I show up, I bring my friend James with me and uh, James is here to help me shoot and just be a great hand. And um, we walk in and it is a female, it is a woman's like clinic slash like, rehabilitation slash, I don't even know what you call it, place for female pelvic floors. Now, when I walked in, I, I had no idea what that was. And there's these chairs and there's these chairs that vibrate and you sit on them. And it apparently has something on the chair that's like pushing that into a certain people, yeah. part of your body that works out a certain type of your body that that helps you with all these different problems that women experience in different ways. So point is, being a young dude, I had no idea what was going on. And I was like, this is so crazy, so confusing. I'm like, what have I got myself into? But again, they were like, hey, we've got a problem. We need you to help us solve it. And I was like, well, I'm here to help you solve it. I'm here to do a great job. James and I were there to do a great job. So long story short, it was a crazy, funny, crazy, weird experience for us to spend hours that day filming with people that were like 25, 40, 55, and like 75 years old and capture all their testimonials of them sitting on this pelvic floor chair talking about how it's changed their lives. And they're all women. This is a very female-based thing. And I'm sitting there going, hey, this is like so foreign to me. I have no idea what's going on. And I had to actually learn about the process in order to be able to create a film for them to right. promote the business. Right. Like I had to actually go in and learn and figure it out. So much that we had to learn that I actually made James sit on the chair. And then I went and sat on the chair after two. And it was a pretty funny Worked experience. Worked out that pelvic but floor. here's the whole point. I took a job that no one would have ever seen online, was so out of left field. Like you would have never thought that I would have been doing something like that based on what I looked like I was doing online. Yet at the same time, I made the decision to take the gig because I wanted more choice, freedom with my time, freedom with my finances and freedom with my location. And making more money is what was going to get me that choice, right? So... The point is you've got to sometimes take jobs that, again, might not be your ideal, ideal, ideal job, but it paid me super well. And I was in the business of growing my own business. So that's yeah. what I did. If you are not in like a, I'm totally settled and I'm not trying to grow my business, you will be taking jobs like that, right? Well, you should. Or maybe yeah. not exactly like that, but you'll be taking yeah, maybe, jobs. Maybe not like that. Maybe that not one's exactly pretty specific. Like that. But you'll be taking jobs that will look different than maybe what the NNN goal is. And that was like the same for me. I mean, I was shooting like at the beginning of my wedding career, I was taking anything. Like I was like, if you are just, as long as you're sealing the deal, I will take photos of it. Like random, random stuff. And then also random things that are even outside of my wedding niche, right? Because I was like, I'm trying to go full time. I don't want to work any other side jobs to make this happen. I want this to be a full-time thing. So I was taking like grad photos. I was taking headshots for drama students at a local college. And I know nothing <laughs> about drama. And so I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. But That's taking a funny drama, one. drama headshots. I got an inquiry for a dog fashion photo shoot. It was like retired racing great. You should have done it. I asked her. Like I didn't get the gig. I tried oh, to get tried the to gig. Get but she didn't respond. But that's okay. Always lost on that one. But I was taking the one that got every, away. The one, the one, the racing greyhounds really got away from me. How many greyhounds were there supposed there to be? There were supposed to be like 20 in a field. 
It was like a thing. I and wanted it so bad just to say that I could have shot it. In a field. 20, 20 retired racing greyhounds. And she. it was a fashion blog. Lord bless them. Retired greyhounds. Retired greyhounds. If I anyone finds that chick, let me know. But anyways, so I took a ton of jobs just because I was like, I want the freedom of choice, right? I want to grow my business. I want to get to the spot where I can say no, but oftentimes getting to the no spot, you have to say a lot of yeses. And so I was saying strategic yeses to get to the ability to say no. And so many people, when they're in the growth stage and they're just starting, or maybe they're not just starting, but they're trying to go full time or grow their income, you have to say a lot of yeses. Now, it doesn't mean you have to go and like switch industries and do all the stuff that you're not good at, right? That's not the case at all. And there are strategic no's in the growth path so that you can say yes to other things. But I think sometimes people get caught in the trap of like, ooh, I can't say yes to anything that's not a mountaintop elopement with a really cute couple. And it's like, okay. In a boho dress. I'm like, first of all, super (laughs) judgmental. Second of all, there are so many yeses you can say that are gonna help you grow and become better and give you more choice and be able to reach out to awesome clients. So build your business by saying yes to a lot of the right things. Now, the question is, what do you say yes to? Yeah. Like, what jobs should I take? Okay, I'm getting all these inquiries, or maybe I'm trying to get all these inquiries. Or I do see I opportunity say, all around yeah, me I see if I'm in the commercial space. They're not inquiring, but I see opportunity. Which yes. one should I go for? What do I go for? We got a formula for you. We do. We've, there's three things that you need to look at, and you need two out of three to say yes. Okay? So the first one is, is the job profitable? Am I going finan- to, does it financially make sense for me to take this? So that's the first one. The second one is, is this going to grow my portfolio? Is this something that's going to be good for my business? If I take this, saying that I worked with X client or got to do X wedding or whatever it was, is that going to be great for my brand? And then third, is it enjoyable? Am I going to have fun doing this? Am I going to, is it going to give me joy? Is it going to give me energy? Like all of that kind of stuff. So it needs to meet two out of the three criteria. Now, maybe if someone's offering you a million dollars, I don't know, maybe you would want to take it, but yeah. <laughs> two out of the three usually is a winner. Yes. You want to take that. So if it's something where you're like, okay, they're not going to pay me, but it's going to be a ton of fun. It's going to be great for my portfolio. And for my relationships. Cause that's what, that's what a portfolio is. It's like, it's great for me to show, but it's yeah. also a relational play, right? Yes. It's going to be a great portfolio piece where I'm going to meet people and I can play exactly. off those relationships. Exactly. So it might not pay me, but it's going to be great fun and it's going to be yeah. really good relationally for my portfolio. Yeah. Take the job. Or it may maybe be like, hey, this isn't going to be fun for me at all. I don't actually like this, but the pay is good and it's going to be good for my brand. Then yeah. take the job, take right? Take the job, yeah. Take the job. Start That's saying yeses formula. to the, get to the ability to say no so that you can have freedom of choice with your business. Stop being led astray by all of these influencers online who make it look like they're doing nothing else except for living their dream life. It's probably not true. Or they've grown so much where they've gotten to that place. Or they've done all the things they don't want to do to be at that place, right? exactly. Again, you've got to earn your right to say no. No. Yeah, you got to earn your right to say no by saying a bunch of yeses. That's what you said earlier in the podcast, which was brilliant. So great job. Thank you. Great job. Well, you guys, I hope this helps. Here's what I want you to do. If you've got a funny story of a client or something or a job that you've taken that was just funny, it can be bizarre. It can just be cool. It can be whatever. We want you to DM us. We will post it, but not share your name because we can keep it anonymous, but we'd love to hear your fun stories about 
random odd jobs that you've taken so that we can mm-hmm. normalize that to the rest of the community. But totally. Okay, last guys. but not least. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, last but not least, if you have not checked out the Critterize pricing calculator yet, please go check it out. We got over yeah. a thousand people using it. Did you know that? I we did. crossed a thousand I people. Did. There's over a thousand people using the Critterize pricing calculator on a weekly, daily basis. Uh, it's completely free. It's our gift to you. If you want to learn how to price your next project, both on the wedding side and or on the commercial and brand side, in under three minutes, we'd love to give you the greatest tool on the internet to do that. It's a creditized pricing calculator that we built that is so good. It's so helpful and it's gotten a lot of great feedback. So, and if you have any feedback for us and you listen to the show, give it to us. We'd love to make the, the pricing calculator better. Yeah. So where do they find it? Uh, they can bio. link in bio on our Instagram at Creative Rise. Or in the Check show description, out. description of this podcast, you'll find a button to click on the pricing calculator. And there, all you have to do is make a free account and you can use as much as you want. Yeah. So, there cool, you, go. you guys. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We super appreciate every single time you tune in. If you want to share the show and if you loved this podcast episode, share it on your story, tag us. We'd love to repost you. But anyways, guys, we will see you next week. See you then. That's it. That's a wrap. See you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.